Welcome to Life Insurance HQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Jason Miracle. Thanks for joining us today. We're excited uh, to talk about term life insurance conversions, what they are, how they work, and what the benefits can be. It's it's rather pretty simple. Uh, let's say you own or are considering a term life insurance policy. Term life insurance essentially means that you're purchasing a policy for a specific period of time, whether that be 10 years, 15 years, 20, 25, or 30 years, that's going to, the the term you decide to choose is going to be the length of time that the premium payments and death benefit are going to be guaranteed. So as long as I make those premium payments for that period of time, then the carrier will pay out a death benefit if and when you pass away during that term period. Now, if you get out beyond the term, then premiums start to go up at a rather rapid pace. And so when we look, when we talk about term life insurance conversions, what we're talking about is taking an existing term life insurance policy and converting it to a permanent life insurance policy within that carrier's portfolio. So let's say I go out and I purchase a term life insurance policy from carrier A. And during that time, I make the decision that I'd like to have some permanent insurance coverage. I am able to convert some or all of my existing term insurance to a permanent product offered by carrier A in that example. So I can't have a term policy with carrier A and then convert it to carrier B's product, permanent products. It doesn't work that way. So it has to be within the same company that you purchased the original term policy from. Now, why are term conversions beneficial? The biggest reason term conversions are beneficial is because the when the term policy is converted, the new permanent policy is going to have the same health class that the term policy was issued at. So for example, let's say I'm 45 years old and I buy a $1 million term insurance policy for let's call it 20 years. The premium is gonna be approximately $1,100 per year. And we're going to assume that when I obtain the coverage, it was issued at a preferred non-smoker health class, okay, which is one of the top health classes an insured can obtain. Now, let's say 15 years from now or when I turn 60, I've had a change in health. Maybe I've had a heart attack. Maybe I've had diabetes. Maybe I've had some dermatological issues Uh, where I've had some skin cancers or things like that. And now fast forward 15 years, I'm not able to obtain a preferred non-smoker health class based on some of the things that's happened to me in the, since that original term insurance policy was issued. And so it may make sense that at that time, if I'm considering permanent life insurance, to convert my existing coverage that I received that preferred health class on and keep that preferred health class on my new, newly converted permanent policy. That way it's going to keep the costs in, 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 in several situations or in most situations lower or the premium is going to be lower than if I were able to go out into the marketplace and obtain a new policy 
from a different carrier. And so really the, the primary benefit of a term life insurance conversion is I'm able to keep that health class I obtained when the original term policy was issued. Now, obviously if our health has improved since then, it wouldn't make sense or as much sense to do a conversion, um, but you'd wanna shop the market in, in that situation. So in order to do a term insurance conversion, most policies allow you to do it, not all. Some allow you only to do it in a specified period of time. So we've seen clients who have 20 year term policies and in their 12th year, we're looking at converting the policy. Well, in some policies that have been issued, you're only given the option to convert within the first 10 years of that 20 year policy. So it's important for you to either talk to your carrier or talk to your advisor or review your policy to see if there are any limitations on when you can do the term conversion, because that's really going to determine whether or not you can do it. The other, the other item that comes into play is how old you are when you're able to do the conversion. So some policies, let's just go along the path of our 20-year term policy. Let's say I got it when I was 50. Some, some carriers will tell you, you can convert it within that 20-year period or up to age 65, whichever is less. So if I secured that term policy at age 50 and it's a 20-year term policy, but it says I can only convert it up to age 65, then I, I can't do it when I turn 66, 67, 68, 69, 70. I have to do it prior to age 65. The more common ages or ages that you can convert up to, and again, it, it applies from product product, but they're generally 65, 70, or 75. We haven't seen very many policies that allow you to convert it beyond age 75, which typically makes sense. Um, and so you want to look at your policy to see what that age is, that up to age, you're able to convert the policy. Um, and that's, that's going to be a factor to determine what makes the most sense. Now, when it comes to the conversion, let's say I have a million dollar policy or a $5 million policy, whatever the number is, I can convert up to that amount. So I may convert the full million. I may say, hey, I only need 500,000 of permanent coverage. You can convert just $500,000 of that million dollar policy. With most policies, you can also do a conversion. And if there's still a temporary need for some additional coverage, they'll, they'll break that out separate. So if I have a million dollar policy and let's say I want 250,000 of it to be permanent. Well, that doesn't mean I have to get rid of the 750. If there's still a term remaining on it, it can stay in place and the cost is going to be prorated since it's it's a lower death benefit now. And then we're going to have that $250,000 uh, permanent life insurance policy that, that runs alongside it. And so you want to work with your carrier to figure out what's going on. Now, there's some things to consider uh, if you're considering buying a term life insurance policy, and, and also if you if you already have one. While conversion options are great, not all carriers have great products to convert to. And so we see carriers out there that solely exist to issue term life insurance. And in the, those cases, you're not going to have a term conversion option. You're just going to have your term policy. They may have a product you can convert to, but it may be 
prohibitively expensive to, to, to do that. And so it wouldn't necessarily make sense to do that unless you knew death was imminent within a year, two years, or three years. And so when you're evaluating term insurance, it's important to, to keep in the back of your head, what products do these carriers have that I can convert to? And are they competitive? There are certainly carriers that have very well-priced term policies that also have very well-priced permanent policies. There are some carriers that have well-priced term policies that don't have permanent policies. And then to take it one step further, there are carriers out there that do allow for a term conversion, but they limit the product to a single product in their permanent product portfolio that you can convert to. And the reason they do that is because that's going to be a product that is more expensive and in a lot of cases significantly more expensive than what you may able what you may be able to purchase in the actual insurance marketplace and so the only reason you might convert to that one product again is if you uh, were looking at your mortality and you did not have much more time to live or you can't get insurance anywhere else and so for us it's important to work with carriers that have uh, good term insurance coverage, as well as have a good permanent product portfolio that doesn't limit which products you can convert to. Now, that's not to, that's not to say that down the road or in the future, when you make the decision to do a conversion, that that whole portfolio is going to be available to you. Because we have seen in recent years, carriers make changes and say, hey, we're no longer allowing our entire portfolio to be available for conversion. Here's the one product you can convert it to. And typically in those cases, it's going to be, the premium is going to be two, three times more than what some of their other products are uh, make available on a fully underwritten basis. So with that said, if you're considering a conversion, it makes sense to work with an advisor that can take a look at your medical history and maybe provide you some kind of idea or guidance on where you might fall from a health class perspective, and then look at carriers outside of your term insurance carrier to determine if there might be a policy that's less expensive available in the marketplace to you prior to doing the conversion. And then you can go through the process of applying for that coverage and seeing if you can obtain coverage that might be better than if you do do the term conversion. Now, one thing to note quickly is when you do convert the policy, while they are going to keep the health class rating you received when the term insurance policy was issued, the pricing is going to be based on your age at the time of conversion. And so we're working with a gentleman right now who's 74 years old and he's coming up against the end of a 10 year term policy. He's got a $2 million policy and we're looking at converting about $500,000 of that coverage. And he's paying, uh, he's paying, I wanna say around $18,000 a year for that 2 million of coverage. He bought it a little bit later in life. He had some health issues when the policy uh, was originally issued. And so we were able to get him a standard non-smoker health class. Well, fast forward nine years, and he's no longer uh, qualified or eligible 
to be underwritten because of some health issues that have since come up since that original policy was issued. And it turns out that the policy that we had issued with is with a carrier that has a great permanent product portfolio. And so we're looking at converting about half a million and, and the premium is going to be right around $18,000, which will be equal to what he's paying for the 2 million. Granted, we're reducing the coverage by one and a half million, but he's going to have half a million of coverage for his, his children that he wouldn't otherwise be able to get. So the other thing to think about when you're considering term life insurance is you want to assess the financial strength of the carrier. Are they a good carrier from a financial perspective? Um, does it make sense to maybe save $100 a year by going with a lower rated uh, carrier? And that's a decision that you need to make, but it's certainly something to consider. And so when we look at converting to a permanent policy, we're really looking at what's that carrier's product portfolio What's our insurability relative to what's available in the marketplace? And then once we have all that information, we can make the decision as to whether or not the conversion makes the most sense and how to set it up. The other thing you can do is you may have, going back to our 50-year-old who has that 20-year term policy who's had some health issues, well, we may have a need for only, you know, and let's say you can convert up to 65 the policy is going to go to age 70 under the 20-year term, but maybe we need coverage till we're age 80. Well, we may be able to convert a portion of that term policy and instead of it to a permanent policy, but instead of us designing the policy to last until age 100, we may design it only to last to his age 80 because now we have we, we, we only have a need through age 80 for coverage. Now, it's going to be more expensive, but we're probably not going to be able to get a term insurance policy to replace it that's going to be less expensive. And so we can actually design a permanent policy in some cases to work like a term policy to keep the policy expenses down in some cases. And so these are all things that if, if you have an existing term policy, your need for life insurance coverage has changed and your health has changed. These are things to consider and things to take into account prior to making any type of decision. And also, again, looking at what's available in the marketplace. So at the end of the day, term life insurance offers great life insurance protection at a low cost over a specific period of time. It's great for family production. I'm sorry, family protection. And, and good policies will give you the option to convert it to permanent life insurance coverage. It makes sense to work with the advisor through this process. Not only they can, not only should they be able to tell you if the conversion makes sense relative to the marketplace, but they can also work with you to make the conversion happen at the carrier level because paperwork is involved, a new policy is issued, signatures are needed, uh, and and premium payments need to be made. But if you're considering a term life insurance conversion and have interested in learning more about your options, we're happy to assist you in this process. All you need to do is send us an email at lihq at miracleco.com. That's lihq at m-e-r-i-c-l-e-c-o.com. Or you can visit our website at m-e-r-i-c-l-e-c-o.com. And remember... You know, I can't stress this enough, and we haven't covered a lot of it, but when you do do that conversion, permanent policy, permanent life insurance protection is more expensive because they're insuring you for your lifetime. 
And it is more likely that they're going to pay out a death benefit under a permanent life insurance policy than a term life insurance policy. So I don't want you to think it's going to be as inexpensive or or cost the same amount as your existing term policy because it won't. There is a additional cost to having permanent life insurance coverage simply because most permanent policies, a death benefit is eventually paid. So we hope you enjoyed this information. Again, if you have any questions, you can email us at lihq at miraclecoe.com. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week. Hope you guys all have a great day and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much.